0: Hello everybody, I'm Sean and welcome back to the Croc Time podcast, delivering weekly updates on markets and geopolitics, providing you with valuable insights and unique perspectives on events and trends shaping the world. Today's episode will look into Vietnam's attractiveness in the global supply chain industry. Companies around the world are looking to diversify their exposure away from China and Vietnam is in a prime position to become a key beneficiary. Let's find out what are the factors that have led to Vietnam's success. But, as we all know, not all that glitters is gold. Even though Vietnam is receiving significant investments from companies diversifying away from China, the country is struggling on other fronts such as its lack of infrastructure and cumbersome bureaucracy. Let's analyze the country's different dynamics and cut to the chase. Recent years have convinced many business executives that staying in China can be risky. With US-China tensions heating up, companies don't want to be caught up in geopolitics and face fines or export restrictions. COVID-19 also exposed another big risk for companies operating in China as the country was effectively locked down for years. It is also becoming increasingly hard to operate within the country itself as the government favors local players and looks to interfere in a company's operations and gain access to sensitive data. China's uncertain recovery from COVID-19 and its bleak demographic outlook are further hurdles. For all of these reasons, many companies are supplementing production in China and expanding to other countries. Vietnam, India and Mexico are some of the best and most attractive alternatives, each with its own pros and cons. So, what makes Vietnam so attractive? Certainly, the geographic proximity of Vietnam to China makes it a great place to relocate from the Chinese mainland. The country is located really closely to the dense network of cities in the Chinese Pearl River Delta in the southern Guangdong province. This allows it to easily transfer materials from the Chinese mainland while also making it vulnerable to external shocks from the Chinese market. However, the foreign direct investment numbers are demonstrating Vietnam's increasing international attractiveness. Vietnam's Ministry of Planning and Investment recorded record foreign direct investment in 2022 of over 22.4 billion US dollars. Vietnam's export-led growth model has been a great success story for the past 30 years, lifting millions out of poverty. The country's successful education policy, brought about from a mix of social, cultural and government policy factors, is marveled around the world. Its highly educated and cheap labor force makes Vietnam an excellent alternative to the rising Chinese labor costs. The female participation rate in the country is one of the highest in the world, exceeding many Western peers, a further benefit to its labor force. Vietnam's economic strength for decades was in the manufacturing of apparel and footwear. In recent years, its electronic manufacturing has grown in significance. In fact, the country now has won a big role within the tech supply chain. Many companies are moving operations and production here, taking advantage of its excellent location, cheap labor and hedging any potential geopolitical risk. Japan, Singapore, China and Denmark are leading the pack with new investments in the country. The U.S. is also looking to capitalize on this nascent trend. In fact, Apple now produces millions of AirPods in the country. Pegatron, one of the biggest suppliers to Apple from Taiwan, began production of electronic equipment in Haiphong in 2021. A Chinese Apple supplier, Luxshare Precision Industry, also recently started trial production for the Apple Watch in Northern Vietnam. Nike, Adidas and Samsung have all shifted some of their production lines to Vietnam from China. According to Nikkei Asia, Google, Dell and Amazon have also begun setting up production facilities in the country. Excellent geographic location and labor force are not the only factors driving the success of the country. The political climate has certainly allowed the business environment to thrive. The country is a one-party state and its Communist Party has ensured political stability and has been implementing rapid economic reforms for decades. Vietnam is also a strong supporter of free trade agreements. Vietnam entered the World Trade Organization in 2007 and is now part of 17 different free trade agreements, making it one of the most open economies in the world. Another factor which is complementary to its labor availability is the country's excellent demographic picture. The average age in the country is 32 and the fertility rate stands at 2 which is just shy of the replacement rate of 2.1 but still better than many other Asian countries. What I really want to highlight here though, is the trend. In the last 13 years, its fertility rate has been rising. Although the increases are very slight, it is still a very positive trend. Compared to many other Asian countries, Vietnam's fertility rate is in a prime position. China, South Korea, Japan all have abysmal fertility rates and average ages with an overall dismal demographic outlook. Thailand, Singapore and Taiwan also have extremely low fertility rates. India, Philippines, Indonesia and Malaysia which have higher fertility rates than Vietnam and are also considered to have excellent demographics are actually all experiencing rapidly diminishing fertility rates year over year. It seems that Vietnam's fertility rate is the only one in the region which is actually increasing. Although I would also like to point out here that Taiwan's fertility rate is also increasing, but is still at a very low level of 1.2. Now that we got all the good news out of the way, let's look into other factors that companies should take into account while considering to invest in the country. In fact, while the country is experiencing great economic growth, certain risks have emerged in recent years, generating a few complaints from companies moving in. We can categorize these risks in four different macro categories. Bureaucracy, infrastructure, labor and deglobalization. The bureaucratic challenges faced by Vietnam include lots of red tape, the transparency of its regulatory framework, and the ease of bureaucracy. Companies in Vietnam are complaining that the expansion of current operations in the country is tough. Bureaucracy moves slowly, and the need for multiple signatures for every approval process complicates the ease of doing business. According to the World Bank's Ease of Doing Business list, Vietnam ranked 70th, behind Uzbekistan, Ukraine and Kenya, just to name a few. A centralized investment agency would be needed, as the country's current decentralized system complicates the approval process. In February, Bloomberg reported that once routine approvals for real estate development and infrastructure spending are being increasingly held up. A big anti-corruption campaign, also called Blazing Furnace, is generating some concerns for foreign investors as it could drag the country's economic outlook. In fact, this campaign has paralyzed decision-making as hundreds of businessmen and officials have been implicated. While we don't know exactly the extent of this campaign, It could also be that the government is taking a step in the right direction by cleaning up corruption to improve the overall business environment. Moving over to infrastructure, recent months have demonstrated the need for a stronger electricity grid as demand for electricity continues to soar. In fact, record heat in June strained the electricity grid and led to severe power cuts for many factories which then had to suspend production. The country is heavily reliant on coal and hydropower. The start of an early El Niño climate phenomenon this year has already had devastating consequences for Vietnam. In fact, May and June saw record heat and a severe drought, diminishing hydroelectric power. As average peak demand has grown by four times since 2006, as EVN Group showed in February, the last few months have demonstrated that Vietnam still lacks the proper infrastructure to handle these types of situations. This could further complicate companies' operations in the country and make them think twice before investing more. The country's transport infrastructure also necessitates an upgrade a north to south high-speed rail line would greatly benefit the country but is still far away delays financing problems coupled with difficult land acquisition procedures are further hurdles in its transport infrastructure quest it seems that vietnamese cities are not entirely prepared to handle the growth in people and in manufacturing that global companies require. The labor market is also feeling the impact from the surge in investments. As so many foreign firms have moved to Vietnam in recent years, it is becoming harder to find the highly skilled labor needed to run these huge factories. Thousands of people will be needed, but where will they all come from? Will they have the right skills for the manufacturing that is actually moving into the country? Recent data has highlighted that highly qualified young people are demanding higher and higher wages, pushing up labor costs. If this continues, it could dent one of the country's key competitive advantages, that is its cheap labor. De-globalization is another risk on the horizon. The country's open and export-led economy could be put under pressure as the deglobalization trend picks up pace. While Vietnam could remain a key regional hub, given its excellent geographical location, in a deglobalizing world, its open market economy could be more of a weakness rather than a strength. Around 43% of Vietnamese exports flow to the US and the EU, which are both focusing on the development of locally sourced manufacturing. Electronics make up 38% of Vietnamese exports. In the case of geopolitical tensions, Vietnam's proximity to China represents a very big risk. Let's not forget that tensions in the South China Sea between Vietnam and China cannot be underestimated given China's increasing assertiveness. Countries a bit further away, such as Indonesia, are close enough to China, but not too close to any geopolitical risks in the region. Despite trade wars, a pandemic, and the increase in deglobalization in recent years, Vietnam's economy continues to be Asia's top performer. Vietnam's attractiveness as an alternative manufacturing hub in a deglobalizing world puts it at the center stage of the future of supply chains. Let's wait and see if Vietnam will be able to handle and capitalize on all its recent success. Thank you and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Crock Time. Please leave a review and follow me on Instagram and I'll be back next time with more insightful research.